With all the joys and triumphs of watching your child grow, there will always be a couple of sore spots along the way. For example, when you catch your four-year-old daughter telling little fibs, on today's podcast, we're going to tell you how to explain the difference between stories and lies to your toddler, and when it's time to introduce consequences. Plus, what do you do when your child is afraid to leave the house because they got sick on their last outing. I'm Laura. And I'm Jennifer. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast. Just remember, the best decision is the one you make. Whoever said babies and toddlers don't come with an instruction manual never met the Moms on Call. For nearly 20 years, Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter have helped over half a million families navigate parenthood with their best-selling books, online courses, apps, and network of certified consultants. And now they have this podcast to talk directly with you. Ask your questions at 888-234-7979. Welcome to the Moms on Call podcast with Jennifer Walker and Laura Hunter. Hey mom, this is Lily from Jacksonville. I'm a huge fan of your books. So we're noticing that our four-year-old daughter has started to tell little fibs when she thinks she's getting in trouble or when she knows she did something she shouldn't do. How should we address this issue of lying now so that it doesn't become an even bigger problem as she gets older? Thank you so much for your help. Bye. Lily, I know that is one lying and our kids beginning to understand that they can say something that's not true and and watching our face and our body language when that happens and but it does hurt our heart it's like oh my gosh i've got to fix that right this second because they're <laughs> lying about you know taking two cookies instead of one or you know and 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 so we so get that question for sure we understand well actually one of the girls that's on our staff who is an, a, a brilliant and amazing mom had this exact issue and it was about the same age i yep, think yep right too. about the same yep. age with her daughter and uh, her and i've talked about this She's given me permission. And I think we've shared it as well, even on the blog. Um, One of the things that we identified with her daughter is that her daughter liked to tell stories. And stories are different than lies. And so oftentimes she would start to tell this long, elaborate story about, you know, what happened. And she really, yes, we want to avoid consequences, right? We all have that element of humanity. But what really she was doing is more just Creative. trying to, yes, tell a story. And I said, well, let's try and find some times in her day to allow her to tell you stories. And when those things start to happen, we ask her, is that a lie or a story? And let's talk about what the difference is between lying and telling a story. And I think that's brilliant because then, you know, at four or five years of age, they can begin to have this conversation with you, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's absolutely intentional and sometimes it isn't. And so having that opportunity to sit there and look them in the face and ask them that question so that now they have to think about it for a brief second. And, you know, what is, what is the difference between a lie and a story. How would you explain that? Well, a lie is when you tell mommy something that didn't really happen to get out of the consequences. Right. That's a lie. Right. That is not truth. A story is something that you make up because you want to be creative. You're telling me 
uh, you know, some story that you've thought up in your mind. It's like some of the books that we read. And so you can identify those things as being different and they want to be able to identify. They love to tell the difference between two things and show you how smart they are. Mm-hmm. And you'll have opportunities to say, now, was that a lie or a story? And that. they intrinsically know the difference. But I also want to turn the tables here because we are not getting out of this unscathed as a parent. Oh, my god! And if we hold the mirror to ourselves, how many times are we lying? Are we trustworthy? And mm-hmm. we talk about the Moms on Call resources a lot, that part of our job as a parent is to be a consistent, trustworthy, trustworthy teacher. teacher. That, that is, at the end of the day, that's who we are. We are consistent, trustworthy teachers. Yeah. And we lie to our kids sometimes for their own good sometimes and sometimes for hours. Right. Well, you know, so, um, so what we want to do is we also be, want to be able to identify if we've told a lie or a story. Right. And how does that, you know, can, what are they seeing and yes. reflecting back on us as well? Or we're reflecting back on them. So if we don't tell daddy what we got him for Christmas, is that a lie? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, no, we're telling dad a story. <laughs> right, right. I think that is so true. And I think just having those conversations at that age of trying to begin, it's not, it's not going to help overnight, right? It's not something that, oh, we're going to have this one conversation and it is done and we don't have to talk about it ever again. My kid stopped being a liar at four years old because I handled it beautifully. Yeah. (laughs) That (laughs) is just not going to (sighs) happen. Yeah. But we can teach them the difference. We can model the difference. Are we always going to tell the truth? No. 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 But we can tell the difference between a lie and a story. Is there ever an opportunity, Jennifer? And I think, you know, as we're talking to so many parents out there, is there ever an opportunity when a lie does need a consequence to come with that? And what does that look like? Absolutely. So we talked about, are you telling me a lie or a story? And another one of the things that we can do is we can tell the truth and we can ask that question. What is the truth? So when we recognize, oftentimes when you ask them that abruptly, what is the truth, and they tell you, and you you identify that they lied, then lying can have consequences. When you lie to mommy, yeah, that hurts. This is what happens. Yeah, that hurts our relationship. Right. I want to be trustworthy, and I want you to be trustworthy. So yes, there can be consequences for that behavior, but every consequence comes with a moment, a hug moment. Whether it's, you know, you're going to spend some time in summertime or you don't get to, you know, watch your favorite show, your whatever favorite that show, might be sure. in your toolbox. We often talk about our little toolbox. Everybody's toolbox might look a little bit different. You know, my, yeah. if you've got a social kid, putting them in summertime is the worst thing that can happen, right? No faces. There's nobody to be together with me. That just does not work. But but I think it's so important. So yes, there comes a time when we can identify that, yes, you're lying. You chose to lie. And this is what happens when you lie. It hurts our relationship. And because you lied, X, Y, Z is going to happen. But I love... That it's not just, okay, you're going to simmer time and I'm not going to look at you, right? right? It is the time after that mm. 
That to me is what's so brilliant. When we can come alongside our four, five, six-year-old kids and hug them up and begin to talk about what they did, why they did it, or or maybe maybe we'd never know why they did it. (laughs) Uh, Talk about what they did and why that was a lie or why that hurt our relationship or how could we have answered that better or move forward better and then show them, right? We want to teach them that there is another alternative. Well, and that hug moment, and hug means, for those of you who may be new to us, means H, we hug them. And U, we use our confident face. And G, we give positive feedback. And what we want them to know, what this process does is it lets our kids know that forgiveness and restitution is always available. Yeah, does this hurt our relationship? Yes, but does it hurt it forever? No. And there will always be that time where we reach around you, where we hug you, where we tell you, you know, we are going to talk about what happened. We're going to talk about how we're going to move forward with this. And, you know, if it hurts our relationship, it doesn't hurt it for long because we love each other and we tell each other the truth. Well, our friends at Mission Mighty Me have been making it deliciously simple to include peanuts and tree nuts in babies' diets, just as the American Academy of Pediatrics recommends with their proactive nut butter puffs. And recently, they added two new flavors to the bunch, strawberry peanut butter and banana peanut butter. These 100% organic puffs are made with actual organic strawberries and bananas. No artificial ingredients, no quote-unquote natural flavors or added sugar. And they are yummy, quick-dissolve puffs that melt in little mouths and big ones if you would like a few for yourself, which is usually how I do it. (laughs) And we have. Mighty Me Puffs are a safe and delicious way to follow feeding recommendations for introducing common food allergens to babies and toddlers and keeping them in the diet regularly. And Mighty Me was founded by the very pediatric allergist whose research formed the new guidelines. How cool is that? Super cool. So proactive puffs from Mission Mighty Me make it deliciously simple to feed your little one peanuts and tree nuts. And big kids love them too. Even really big kids, like adult kids. (laughs) Visit missionmightyme.com to learn more and use Moms on Call 20 for 20% off your first order. As moms of twins, there is something that is really challenging, especially when they're small, and that is knowing what belongs to who because they're the same size and they have the same stuff. We used to always dress Bryce in blue just so that people could identify who he was. And that really helped us through those toddler years, especially. But Maple's Labels has come up with something that a twin mom longs for. If you have multiple children of any variety, yes, it's important to teach them to share but it's also important to give them ownership and responsibility of things that are just theirs. And so Mabel's Labels has made that so easy. They're these durable, easy to apply, laundry, dryer, sterilizer, dishwasher safe labels where you can identify what belongs to who, especially if things are the same size. They have these personalized name labels And it's just an essential part of being able to give these kids a sense 
of ownership. And um, at Mabel's Labels, they have all these different kinds of ways and packages for you to access these really great resources. They've helped over a million parents not only prevent lost items, but give kids a sense of being able to keep up with all the things that belong to them. Mabel's Labels has a daycare label pack, and this is absolutely essential. Love, love, love it. Um, And you can label things with any name. You can label anything on all of these different things. You get to choose. So as you're teaching your kids about ownership and responsibility, Mabel's Labels will be one of your best resources. So are you ready to start labeling? They have an exclusive offer just for you. Use code MOMSONCALL for 20% off your first purchase at MabelsLabels.com. That's M-A-B-E-L-S-L-A-B-E-L-S.com. You will get free standard shipping on all orders, and it is 100% satisfaction guaranteed. We think you're really going to love it. Hi there. Love your show. Um, This is Brooke from Tennessee. My three-year-old recently had a stomach bug for the first time. It was so sad. Uh, We didn't know that she wasn't feeling well, and she ended up getting sick in the parking lot at the grocery store as we were walking in. Um, It it got over the bug pretty quickly, but now it seems like she has a fear of going out somewhere, like running an errand or just like going to play at a friend's house or going to grandma's. She's just afraid she's going to get sick and doesn't want to go anywhere. She doesn't want to leave the house, and it's just it's sad. She's just scared. So do you have any advice on how we can reassure her that she's over the bug and it's okay to leave the house? And, you know, sometimes we get sick, but then we start to feel better and we can go back to doing our normal things. Um, Thanks so much, you guys, for all of your advice. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Bye. Well, man, Jennifer, do you remember when we were taking calls? Yes. And back in the, you know, in those, those days, illnesses were very seasonal, right? You had the fall tummy bug and you had that kind of later spring, right before summer break (laughs) tummy bug that would come about. And the flu that came right before Christmas. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. And you know, those tummy bugs, they can, they can throw us for a loop. That's even us as adults, right? And so, yeah. I yeah, do I'm, we want to talk about the time that you got sick in my car? <laughs> you did. No, it wasn't all that not. far away. But it, what, we what did we not. do? I put you back in my car as soon as possible, possible. and headed and we back went. out. We did what yes. we had to do. And I think, yes, that is, that's the message here, is that what I think, Jennifer, is this mom's confidence is going to be contagious, right? She Absolutely. is going to have to speak the truth. Yes. You're going to be fine, and we're going to the grocery store today. And the more that she can speak that truth, be confident about it, get in the car and go, the faster we'll get through this. And we do it right away, and we use confident face. One of the most fun things we do when we have our um, toddler um, you know, we get together yeah, for our toddler seminars in person is we teach the confident face. And so for those of you at home, let's just do this all silly and all together. Laura and I get to look, I'm (laughs) going to watch Laura do it now, um, is it's chin down, eyebrows up. And you say things like, got it. Got it. Yeah. So try it. Chin down, eyebrows up and go, got it. Got it. We're going to the grocery store and you're going to be fine. Got it. And that face, that's the no other options face, 
that confidence can be contagious. And instead of saying, well, we're going to go to the store, okay? And making it optional, they're like, well, no, it actually doesn't feel okay. I'm afraid I might throw up in the parking lot. (laughs) So we just say, we're going to go. You're going to be great at it. Got it? Or trying to over-explain, right? Oh, like, right. you know, we don't want to sit down with her and say, okay, well. Here's how know, the digestive system, system works. works and you're pro- <laughs> you know, that was a time that you were really, really sick. And the chances yeah. of you, get, you know what? It's not the, you know, it's not time for you to get sick again because you won't get the bug again, at least for a little while. So we don't have to worry. You know, I mean, we could just. Oh, we oh love my gosh. It. Because we feel like if we could get the right explanation, <laughs> that they would be like, oh, that's reasonable to me. I got it. And move on. Because <laughs> adults are like that. When you're good with adults, you're like, well, let me try and explain it this way. But kids yeah. want two pieces of information. What's happening and what are we going to do about it? They want you to look confident when you say it because you're the one that's bigger and smarter than them and keeps their life in control. So your face, you're not getting anxious because they're anxious they're going to get confident because you're confident. So in this post-pandemic world, sometimes it's even good to give more specific instructions. And this is not something that I would necessarily say to a toddler, but my house, when we get sick and we're kind of in that, you know, just getting back out into the world, we call it the uh, no lick stage. <laughs> the no lick stage. Nobody lick me. Nobody I'm not licking lick. anyone. We're not kissing. Right. We're, we're not, not sharing you know, utensils. This is not the time drinks. to, yeah, to try your dessert after you. Right. Um, so, yeah. So that's kind of what we nick named it, but it is good to be able to say, you know, no, you can get back, but you don't want to share anybody's lunch. You don't want to, you know, um, careful hand washing. Yes. Remember how we wash our hands? We count to whatever. And, you know, and start to kind of relook at some of those things as you're beginning to get back. Although the sarcastic mom in me wants to be like, wash your hands and don't lick anybody. That's That's, it. That's what I We're going back to school. Thank you for listening to the Moms on Call podcast. If you have a question for Jennifer and Laura, call 888-234-7979. Visit momsoncall.com for resources to help you parent with confidence and thrive, not just survive your amazing parenting journey. 